Hey, what's happening? This is Isai Rodriguez, host of the Daxplanation Podcast, where I cater to the professional working man, 40 and above, who's looking to make positive changes to his health, lose weight, and become stronger overall through simple lifestyle changes. I'm here to share inspiration, tips, and proven lessons that I've personally learned and lived through in my 40 plus years on this beautiful blue planet. So today we'll start the discussion with why your brain loves exercise in our first segment. And then we'll move on to our second segment and answer the question, how connecting to others help men heal. And before we get into that, if you'd like to continue the conversation, get on over to podcast.dasplanation.com slash VIP to get on the VIP Insiders community where I share more entertaining behind the scenes stories, tips, and hacks that'll keep you feeling younger each and every day. That's podcast.dadsplanation.com slash VIP. Again, that's podcast.dadsplanation.com slash VIP. Be in the know starting right now. Also, don't forget to rate me on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you're listening to this episode right now and leave me a nice, fat, juicy five-star review and some absolutely beautiful words of why you love this show so much. It really helps me get the word out and it's honestly the one place where your vote truly matters. And now, let's move into our first segment, Healthy Conversations. So in this week's episode or in this week's um, segment of Healthy Conversations, we're talking about why your brain loves exercise. And you probably, you probably don't even realize this, but your brain is wired to love exercise. And, and we're gonna we're gonna go over that now. Like, like here, here's something that shouldn't come as a surprise to you, uh, and it's this: it's that motivation is not in high supply these days you know this we're 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 all aware of this but having said that we have to ensure that we move a little bit each and every day and with the current pandemic and many of us working from you know the comfort of our homes this is really becoming more and more important for us now more than ever you know so dr wendy suzuki a neuroscientist from nyu who studies the neurological impacts of exercise she says that just a simple walk around the block or a you know a 10 minute online workout will not only improve your day but also benefit your brain in a lasting way so she basically said that you know exercising to increase your fitness levels literally builds brand new brain cells think about that like it changes your brain's anatomy its physiology and its function overall and every time you work out you're giving your brain a neurochemical bubble bath essentially as she refers to it and these regular bubble baths can also help protect your brain in the long term from conditions like Alzheimer's and dementia. Now, okay, you know, this sounds great, but it's hard to turn those long-term benefits into motivation to get up and do something every day. Can we all agree on that? (laughs) You know, so it's recommended that you start by thinking 
thinking of exercise or any movement really as part of your daily routine for caring for your body essentially think about it like like uh, brushing your teeth let's say it, it's something that it, it, it's just you have to do it for your own uh you know for as a daily routine for your the, the care of your body like <laughs> you wouldn't go very many days without brushing your teeth right the same with exercise you shouldn't go very many days without exercise and since most of us are currently in staying alive and keeping other people alive mode <laughs> you know getting toned or losing weight or, or looking different might not exactly be such a, a useful goal right now you know it's more of the immediate benefits of exercise that can really and truly serve as mo as your motivator so like a single workout we know increases the mood boosting chemicals in your brain and can also improve your memory and focus for up to three whole hours after the workout. And not only can this help you in your day-to-day -day work, but it's also incredibly good for your mental health overall. And here's what I mean. In August of last year of 2020, Dr. Suzuki informally tested this out with, with a group of her students um, in one of her NYU classes over Zoom. <laughs> so go figure that. You know, these students or, or participants uh, essentially took a quick five-minute anxiety assessment and then she surprised them with a 10-minute workout you know and after they exercised the students took the assessment all over again and what they found was that the first time they took that assessment they were scoring at a close to clinical anxiety like, like they were clinically anxious you know uh, the first time they took that assessment and then but but the beauty was that after the 10-minute workout their anxiety scores dropped to normal levels that's amazing you know that's why you need to incorporate these bursts of activity in your day it helps your mental health and it also helps you uh you know your understanding of the world basically like you're you know how you're sometimes in a like a mental fog well it, it clears all that up you know it helps with that so then how much do you need to exercise in order to feel those benefits you know that's that's the billion dollar question here and unfortunately unfortunately there's there's really no simple answer you know five push-ups five burpees it doesn't automatically release a set amount of of what's known as dopamine you know what i mean so but but on that same note and fortunately for us there is a general recommendation for us to follow so it's it, it's generally recommended that you try to fit in three to four uh three uh, i'm sorry three to four 30 minute exercise sessions per week but the real answer especially now with the current state of the pandemic is to exercise for as long as you can ideally doing a little bit every day so even even a simple daily walk can start to give you those neurotransmitting quote unquote happy chemicals and uh you know killer mood benefits and many of the positive effects of exercise comes from doing cardio workouts and to be clear what i mean by cardio is is basically any workout that gets your heart rate up you know and that being said you know this can be more accessible than you may actually uh, be thinking you know so for instance if you were to take your vacuum and really go to town like really give your home and apartment a good aggressive power vacuuming you know <laughs> this will this in itself will get your heart pumping even if you can't go for a traditional run 
you know, to elevate your heart rate. If you go, to, again, if you go to town with your vacuum throughout the house or your apartment, you'll be surprised the, the workout, you're gonna, you're gonna elevate your, your heart rate. That's considered cardio workout. You know what I mean, people? Here's another one. If, if your apartment building has stairs, take the stairs instead of an elevator. It's, an, it's actually an excellent workout going up and down the stairs. And if you're only on the second floor, let's say, then go up and down them several times before heading in or out. You know, just be creative. Even if you simply start with just a few minutes a day, it's more than likely that you'll end up increasing what you're doing over time. And that's exactly what Dr. Suzuki's research lab tests have shown. And the more exercise you do, if you're successful at regularly exercising, I should say, the more motivation you'll gain. And it's sometimes tough to keep that routine, but what I found is to, to, to remember that good, happy feeling you get at the end of the workout. That's what keeps me mo motivated. I know that, hey, if I go now and put in the work, I know that later I'm gonna feel good. You know, that's the feeling I'm going after. And then there's the question of, you know, when is the best time to work out? And to that, uh, you know, I say, well, there really is no right or wrong time to work out. You know, so, I mean, sure, there's there there's tons of recommendations of, you know, working out in the morning when you have more energy or, you know, because you want to get that workout into your day before your day gets in the way. I don't know if you've ever heard that uh, saying, you know, get the workout into your day before your day gets in your way. But it's true. You know, the, re the reality is this. Anytime you feel like working out, just work out. That'll be more beneficial to you than trying to figure out when is the best time, quote unquote. So whenever you find time, just do it. You know, <laughs> just like Nike says, just do it. Especially if you're a parent with young children, you need to find those pockets of time in your day where you can simply go for a walk or grab a mop or a vacuum and show your floors who's the friggin' boss. <laughs> You know, and the important thing is to get in the work at least three to four times a week for 30 minutes at a time. And, uh, you know, me personally, I like to work out in the morning because that's that's the time of day when I have the most energy. And I find that for me, uh, that by working out first thing in the morning, that energy and excitement and overall happy mood <laughs> that I get when when the workout is over, that feeling carries over into my day and I feel more on point, more focused, and with a more positive outlook on everything I do. But if you find that you're most productive in the evenings, it might be a good time for you to work out. You know, try to enhance that natural tendency you know that you already have, you know? And, and now, that that's all great and stuff, but what if you live in a small apartment with two kids and your neighbors will most likely complain if you decide to do burpees at 10 at night you know what do you do then well first off if you're listening and you're in this exact situation i'd really love to hear your solution so drop me a quick line in the comments and let me know what you think and what you do because listen these days there's truly zero excuse that you have for not working out and here's why because back in the day the only real way to get a, to get in a workout was to get your behind to a gym 
and work out. You know, these days with the internet, social media, tools like Zoom and app platforms from all the major fitness labels in the industry, you can easily get in a great workout from the comfort of your home, from your couch, basically, in your living room, shoot, in your bedroom if you want, you know? And, and I'm not just talking about, you know, your mama's Richard Simmons and his sweating, uh, sweating to the oldies, you know? I'm not talking about that. No no offense if, if you've done that. You know, my mother loved those workouts. And so that was my actual first introduction to the whole uh, at-home workouts. But anyway, you have to learn to embrace all the available options that you have at your disposal. Keep an open mind and find the ones that work best for your situation, both in length and to, in terms of, you know, the, ex, the type of exercise. Because it's not weird to work out in your living room these days, you know, it's actually great. It's so convenient. And honestly, honestly, I love it. You know, I love working at home, you know, but I mean, there's a certain social aspect to working out at an actual gym, but when you can't make it there, and I'm telling you, (laughs) give the online training courses a chance. Heck, I have friends that somehow, somewhere, found workout DVDs to get them through the pandemic. Where there's, listen, where there's a will, there's a way, right? Ain't that the same? And it's and it's so true. Like I said, just do it. In fact, uh, one, one of the most prolific areas of online fitness right now, believe it or not, is on TikTok. Go figure that one. And there's so many coaches and personal trainers sharing workouts for all body types and all different living situations. Shoot, my wife, actually had a nice group of followers when the uh, when the pandemic first started a year ago and she was actually offering zoom dance fitness sessions for free for her local you know for her loyal followers so there was no traveling involved you know safe in your own home uh, like i said it's great you know but again you just gotta get up and do it and what helps me is to keep that that thought in my mind that yeah i don't want to work out right now you know but if i do if i give it that little burst of energy just get into motion when i'm done i'm gonna have that happy feeling i'm gonna feel great i'm gonna be motivated and i'm gonna want to tear up the day you know what i mean and so with that said let's move on to our second segment mighty man and so in this week's segment of mighty man we're talking about how connecting to others help men heal So gentlemen, and you beautiful, lovely, and classy ladies that stand behind your gentlemen, I'm talking to all of you, I want you to know that we're talking about having something to live for and how that helps you heal and be all the man that you can be. And so when you truly connect with others, meaning and purpose just sort of flow naturally in your life. As you know, this beautiful world we live in continues to deliver twist after turn, after dive, after, you know, all sorts of fun goodness. And and it's just, it's sending us individually and collectively spiraling out of control if you're not grounded. And all the crazy news last year and earlier this year at the Capitol, you know, whether you're on the left or the right, I'm not going to get into that. You know what I mean? That That's a, I, I don't touch that 
topic <laughs> with a what do they say? What do they say with a ten foot pole? I don't touch that even with a ten foot pole. But that aside, all the news continuously sends us up a slippery slope, up the river in a boat with no engine and no paddles. You know, so we're just stuck. You know, basically, it's insane. And as it does so, it can be more and more difficult to get a hold of our bearings, to ground ourselves, to remain solid and sure-footed, mentally speaking, of course. And when everything seems to be changing around us at the speed of light, we often feel a sense of confusion about how we fit in or why we're even here to begin with. This lack of clarity around our purpose for being here generally gives us a sense of uncertainty, you know, feelings of helplessness or even some nasty thoughts that we're worthless, you know? And while this couldn't be further from the truth, sometimes we need our environment to reflect back to us and tell us that we matter, you know? And the good news is this, when life doesn't offer us a clear purpose, we as human beings, as men, can create one, you know? Sure, there's a, you know, sometimes we need support to get started with this purpose, but that's okay. You know, simply by reaching out and connecting to others, we can likely see our purpose start to unfold right in front of our eyes. And one way to do this is by joining a men's group. Now, me personally, besides my immediate family, you know, my wife, kids, etc., I found this sense of purpose, this sense of belonging, I found it at the gym. (laughs) You know, more specifically, I found it in group classes where there's a good mix of, you know, gender, ages, ethnicities, and things. And not to get too far off the topic, but, but there's a common and elegant pattern that happens when a man wakes up from his suffering or or this cloud of uncertainty they're walking around in and chooses to take action by joining a group. When men start to get it together, which often simply means asking for help, they naturally begin to orient towards showing up for others, bringing them connection, meaning, and a reason to get out of bed every day. There have been clear patterns that emerge that, that have come up from long-term men's groups that have, you know, been documented in the past. And the patterns go a little something like this. You know, a man gets a wake-up call from something in his personal life, some area in his life is breaking down, a marriage, a career, his body, or maybe even his friendships or other family relationships. He realizes his coping mechanisms, habits, his mindset, and and state of consciousness. They're just not cutting it anymore. They're simply not doing the trick. Then he shows up. He stumbles into a men's group, often encouraged by maybe a loved one. Getting help and opening up are, you know, generally very uncomfortable at first, but the relief he feels and the results he gets through these uh, group interactions are often fast and noticeable, you know? He'll, he'll generally, he generally starts to settle down. He does his work. And over time, he gets his shit together. His mental state starts improving. His emotional state improves. And oftentimes, his physical health improves and normalizes. Maybe even a professional move is made that's a better fit for him. Relationships improve. And there's more stability in the life all around him. This can take months or even years to become totally centered. But he realizes that he He's okay. And let me tell you, this is a great moment in a man's life. A sense of belonging starts to come to life. He naturally starts to wonder things like, you know, well, well what's next? 
<laughs> and now being part of the group starts to be less, a little less impactful in his life. But then he realizes how much he has to offer others. He starts getting like, you know, feedback and he's able to truly be there for the other men in his group. And that in itself extends into his own personal life at home and at work. The impact and meaning of this realization, this aha moment, they're often huge, massive. And then they begin a new paradigm or reason for why he shows up to his men's group and how he lives his life. You know, he starts to align his life in a new way, in a different way, in a way with purpose, you know? Now, this doesn't mean he quits his job, you know, donates all his stuff to charity, and then goes off to live with monks, although I suppose it could, but, but but what it really means is that there's a new fuel source at the center of his decisions and actions. A fire has essentially been lit under his ass and a sense of being part of something, something larger, runs through his life like the electrical current that runs through the power lines and gives life to all of the technology at your home right now. And what this pattern shows is something that I've personally believed in with my whole being. When men are okay, or or even just close to okay, our natural tendency is to support and serve others. This sense of service seems to bring with it a deeper sense of meaning. This is a great thing in my honest, humble, and still accurate opinion. <laughs> We depend on each other. This process is basically evolutionary. We may forget or feel differently in our current world, but we humans are hardwired to seek comfort in others. We need each other, all of us. You know, the survival of our species has always depended on our togetherness. And a natural part of that togetherness is giving and receiving support, being there for each other, lifting each other up. For men, this is a critical message today more than ever. We're certainly making headway with the old stereotypes and stigmas, but the stoic and isolated man archetype still lingers heavily in our minds, hearts, and habits today. You know, it's it's still there. Just look at the current mental health stats, you know? They're clear and show like, you know, the realities of this disconnection and isolation that many men accept as their reality. They accept it. Not that it's actually true, but it's being accepted as reality. And one of the most powerful levers a man can pull to stay mentally healthy is simply having a sense of purpose and meaning in their lives. We men need to feel necessary. This isn't just a fairy tale, guys. A powerful study showed that purpose has a positive impact on longevity and decreases the probability of death. Think about that. <laughs> when you have something to live for, mentally and spiritually speaking, you literally have something to live for on a physical level. But here's the thing. When it comes to purpose, men often get stuck in a trap of comparison. They feel like they need some heroic or dramatic life purpose that impresses people and gives them value. And the reality is that the purpose that most of us need is simple yet profound. Just being able to truly be there for a friend, a family member, or even a close coworker can be enough purpose to fuel your life indefinitely. And now, here's a huge tip for you, actually. 
I suggest not looking at meaning and purpose from the lens of social media comparisons, but from the lens of the people closest to us. When we're able to truly connect with those around us, meaning and purpose flow in a simple, natural, and human way. And now, how do we cultivate purpose? Ain't that the good? Ain't that a great question? Listen, it could be as simple as these three steps that I'm about to give you right now. But of course, these steps will take some introspection, uh, a little commitment, and a dash of uh, self-reflection. So first off, you wanna get to know who you actually are. That's the first thing, you know? So when you combine introspection with honesty, this is a powerful combination. We spend so much time of our lives taking information in, but the truth of who we are is nowhere else but inside of our own life experience. You know, so journaling, meditating, and, uh, you know, spending time in nature are excellent for this. And while we're at it, you can't beat a good therapist or a solid men's group. The second thing is to learn to truly connect with others. This is sometimes easier said than done, but, you know, the ability to be vulnerable as, as I feel like, you know, I do sometimes and deeply connected is a primal skill set that each of us already has installed. We might just need to reboot it and then get some reps in at the gym to build up that connection to others muscle. <laughs> but as humans, again, we're social mammals. Our, our relationships are primary to us. They're priority. You know, they're our source of meaning, you know? So we need to learn to connect. And when we do, meaning will be right around the corner. The third thing is you want to learn to honor what you want. Now, what do I mean by this? Well, have you noticed how there are memes flying around the interweb <laughs> that basically say that selfish is the new selfless? There's actually something to that. There's a little truth behind these statements. And for a lot of good reasons, actually, men are often conditioned or accustomed to putting their needs or and wants last. If this is the case, there's great benefit to reestablishing a trust relationship with what you want. To a certain degree, you want to be a little selfish with yourself. And here's what I mean. You want to set your boundaries first. Establish those limits of acceptability in your life. Not sure if that's an actual word, but it sounds good, so I'm running with it. But basically, look after yourself first, not to the exclusion of all others. You know, don't, don't be narcissistic, but definitely take care of yourself first, because if you don't, then you won't be able to give anything to anyone else, you know? This is like when you're about to take off on a plane and the flight attendants come into the aisle and they're, you know, given all the in the event of emergency safety instructions. And then they get to the part about placing your oxygen masks on, you know? They, they say something to the effect of, uh, you know, make sure to secure your own mask before you try to help others. Why is that, you know? It's because if you don't help yourself first, you're going to be of no help to anyone else. And this is the same concept we're talking about here. You have to look after yourself first before you can look after and care for others. This goes for both the big and grand issues in your life, like the intricate connections we make in our different relationships, as well as, you know, what's for lunch. <laughs> and listen, there's no time like the present to get started with all of this. There's a straightforward path here, you know? There's a, a sense of meaning and purpose makes us healthier and happier. Giving back gives us that sense of purpose. This isn't rocket science here, my friends. <laughs> it's not. Now, it just takes a moment of inspiration and motivation 
Because to be honest, there's plenty of help needed on this beautiful blue planet of ours these days, you know? So consider this a nudge, fellas. Wink, wink. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's it, you guys. That's my show for today. I hope you found some valuable information here. And if nothing else, I hope I've entertained you for a few minutes and was able to bring you a little manly sunshine to your day. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to listen to me. It's very much appreciated. On next week's episode, we'll be talking about how to turn ordinary core exercise into full-on ab-sculpting cardio workouts. So you definitely don't want to miss out on that. And if you'd like to continue the conversation with me, you get on over to podcast.datsplanation.com slash VIP to get on the VIP Insiders community where I share even more raw, behind-the-scenes stories, tips, and hacks that'll keep you feeling younger and younger each and every day. That's podcast.datsplanation.com slash VIP. Again, that's podcast dotdasplanation.com slash VIP. Be in the know starting right now. Also, don't forget to rate me on Apple Podcasts wherever it is you're listening to this episode right now and leave me a nice, fat, juicy five-star review with some absolutely beautiful words of why you love the show so much. It really helps me get the word out and it's honestly one place where your vote truly matters. Till the next chat, take care now. Bye. Peace.